everyone welcome back to the out of focus podcast and welcome to the worst day of the year um april fool's day i hate it but i'm perfectly healthy and i'm joined by my diseased patient zero co-host nick nick how are you feeling today any fevers cough chills i look great and i sound great you are great baby Thanks for joining me. <laughs> I am I am recovering from some serious flu, so that's why you get the berry white for this episode. Ooh, makes Here am uh, I, I'm at least like a whole step lower in my voice. <laughs> it's sexy. It works, and I'm glad you're doing it. So I, I do it for you. I almost feel like I have to lower my voice. I gotta be like, oh hey, hey Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep up. Shit. Hey, what, oh. hey, what's going on? Hey, baby. Um, <laughs> Don't make me laugh, I'll cough. Sing me a ballad. <laughs> I can't, I can't. You're going to cough, it'll be good. You Welcome bastard. to the first sick episode of Out of Focus. It was bound to happen, and we feel we should all feel bad for Nick. So I'm sorry you're diseased. Thank you. And and at the same time, we have our first sirens. What are we? We're less than oh, a, minute, a minute in. Again, it's yes, two episodes in it. a row. We're going to be the siren podcast. Yeah. I want it. So, dude, Jesus. how you doing? Uh, well, obviously <laughs> not well. I, I've i been home. For, I've been working uh, some six days a weekers. A weekers? Whoa. That sounds like a, a weird thing that a mouse would say as like a pun. Is that a New York a squeaker? thing? A squeaker weaker? <laughs> Uh, but, uh, then my body was like, Hey, why don't you stop that? And I was like, okay, just let me do it one more time. I got one more week. And they're like, okay. And then there's just like flu, flu, flu. And so I've had the flu for the past four days. Yeah. Who do you, I mean, you live in New York, which is just a cesspit of disease, you know? So I don't, I don't know if you could pinpoint who gave it to you. I actually think it was one of my clients. He came in, uh, a kiddo came in all uh, oh, snottily, and I'm pretty sure I got it from them. But who knows? Yeah, I love children, but they are disease carriers. Yep. They spread disease. And that's, that's most of the time, that's who I work with. So, so um, hashtag vaccinate your damn kids, I guess is what we're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> But before Kidding. I got sick, uh, I went out to uh, a local restaurant slash bar in the neighborhood the other day uh, with with the with the wife. We were just decided to hang out, you know, grab some dinner, have have a drink or two, and just uh, see each other, which is As always nice. Couples do, you know. <laughs> yeah, and what we got to witness is something I've seen before, but. I think in this context was different. There was a there was a couple sitting at the bar. So this is a tiny tiny place. Uh, I'm gonna try and do the math in my head. Um, maybe do, 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 do. eight or nine tables in the okay. whole place, and a bar that seats maybe ten, uh, pushing it. So like your favorite local hole in the wall. Yeah, what it seems it's like. it's yeah. one of those. Um, so we got a table cause we were having dinner and, uh, th- but there was a couple sitting at the bar that were like middle aged, you know, the guy had a, had a bit of re- the receipt, maybe entering middle age, like on mm. the, on the, on the younger side of it, had a little bit of receding hairline, some overweightness, the woman, uh, obviously caking on the, on the makeup there, uh, and we got to witness a middle age bar breakup Ooh, happen live. Man, we have that to look forward to, by the way. We're not even middle aged yet, so I hope that I get a middle aged bar breakup. We'll see what happens. Eric's wife, if you're listening, now you know the time you can escape. I don't actually want a middle aged bar breakup. I want to die, and I want you to be sad when I die, middle aged. Just kidding. <laughs> um, so, all right, give me give me context. I want to hear all the nitty gritty. Okay, so first, they're uh, they're not loud, and we are not 
really close to them. So we can't overhear anything. All of this is being read visually. Ooh. Um, Were there dude tears? So, the, so hold on, hold on, <laughs> pump the brakes. So we're uh, we're watching them go, and I lean over to uh, Chelsea, and I was like, "These two, these two are," ha-, and I uh, said, "Having a bit of a domestic, uh, because they're obviously sort of snapping back and forth a little bit. You can just tell by body." <laughs> Uh, posture and where they're looking when they're talking and he is also sitting on his bar stool uh, sort of sideways facing her oh, and okay. she is looking dead straight forward uh oh oh so it was his fault this is what I'm getting from this I don't I don't know but he's talking a lot and she is not talking a lot so she <sighs> is uh upset and uh he's upset and going back and forth but then they're continuing to order drinks they keep they what they're continuing to keep drinking as this is going on it's like this is fuel <laughs> you are you are throwing like gas on this fire uh yeah. oh my god what are you doing and uh yeah. so then for a little while i'm not paying attention and she's gone i'm like oh okay and uh, Chelsea points out, oh, look at him. Is What's going on? And he's got his head in his hands at oh, the bar. Man. God. And, and so, you know, I start watching, you know, this, the side of his neck and his face. And I can say, yep, he's crying. He is <sighs> crying. Crying at like, the bar. Ooh, but I mean, there's if you're not home, I mean, that's the best place to do it. The second best place to do it is at the bar, right? I don't know. Is the subway a good place to cry? I don't know. Good New York places to cry. Well, so I'm I just saying this. he's at the bar so he can just, you know, drown those sorrows. <laughs> yeah. If cops has taught me anything, it's that alcohol helps fix domestic issues. <laughs> the more alcohol, the better. Yeah. So. And you have the guy has to not be wearing a shirt. Yeah. Or a wife beater. Either or. They're the know. same. There's no difference between those. <laughs> So, so he was crying. Yeah. Was it well, audible? then, okay. So then we realized, no, she had just gone to the bathroom, but for a really long time, Ooh. which means you know she was probably on the phone with some friend or mom. Was she faking him Derek's out? such like, an asshole, you know, ugh, on the yeah. doing one of those. I don't know, but he he sort of cleans himself up, and then they just sit in silence, oh, like he's staring straight ahead, she's staring straight ahead. And they're just continuing to order their drinks and hang out. And it is so uncomfortable. And then eventually I think she leaves and he's still there. But uh, yeah, I have never... Because usually, you know, 20-year-olds or teenager breakups, seen those. And those are usually a a little bit more dramatic. Somebody storms out, whatever. But then, but that just like, just staying there. It's like, why would you not go home or something yeah that's just sad like that's like seeing somebody's inner fire just extinguish a little bit you got to witness that it really was it was like uh, a couple Ooh. episodes i was doing the bit uh, you know i was saying hello darkness my old friend like <laughs> yeah. th- that was playing in my head <laughs> slow slow pan and zoom into this man crying at the bar yeah <laughs> it was it was rough it was a rough thing to witness jeez I mean, what, there's nothing you can do at that point. You don't know the guy. You don't want to go, maybe buy him a drink or something, but no, I don't want, yeah. Yeah, when she was in the bathroom, I thought that she had left. And I thought right. about, like, maybe I'll buy that guy a drink. But then she came yeah. back, and I was like, this is weird now. Um, and then, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, nope, not doing anything. Because yeah. then also, I don't want to open up the invitation for him to come and uh, Cry on your shoulder. Talk to us about the situation yeah. of like, oh, thank you very much. I'm just going through a hard time because of blah, 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 blah. I don't care. Dude, New Yorkers are a Gabby bunch, okay? They can talk. Strangers just fucking talk to each other for some reason. Well, I think they are, they're uh, in extremes. There's either, right. they will they will just talk, talk to talk, or don't you dare fucking talk to me. Interesting. 
See, and I'm not used to that being from Utah. I'm just used to like the polite facade of, oh yeah, weather's nice. Uh, I'm picking up my kids, whatever. Okay, cool, bye. But there's no like intimate like, yeah, my son died and like I'm I'm just here because it's the anniversary of his suicide and I'm drinking. It's just like, holy shit, lady, I don't need to hear this. You know what I mean? Did you experience that? Kind of. Um, when, I, when I pissed off that subway uh, platform... There was a nice. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, there was a really nice black lady who was just like, oh, you had to piss? I'm like, yeah. She's like, we've all done it. You know, and I'm like, cool. Thank you for being supportive. But then she went off. I remember. All her family issues. And I'm like, lady, thank you for like encouraging me to pee or supporting me in that way. But I don't, I don't know if I want to hear about all, all of that. Yeah. That, oh, I do remember that. And, I have uh oh this is something we we should have talked about when we had we had the wife on cuz she can vouch for this. Uh I have a superpower Uh-oh. that is related to this. Tell me your shitty superpower. No one like that will talk to me. Oh, that's not a shitty superpower at all. That's an amazing superpower. I I can see those motherfuckers coming a mile away. <laughs> And this may go into the last one when he talked about a little bit of like that reading, you know, some people. Yeah. And they were like, I can see those motherfuckers like that. Like, I know you are a talker and you are going to do one of those things. And then also, I know this way to sort of manipulate my own sort of body language, sit in a certain way, look in certain places. Like, I can just deflect all of that. Chelsea and I can be sitting together. Anywhere, restaurant, subway, or something, and somebody may sit next to me on my side, yet they will strike up a conversation with Ooh. her. Ooh. Because I can just have it like locked down. Just nope, you are not talking really, to me. Really interesting because I feel like uh, your wife, God bless her, is good at the RBF, you know, the, the resting bitch face. She's good at it. She's got a really good poker face in that regard. So yeah. do you just have a better one or do you just you just turn on the aura inside you that's like, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm just not. I, and you, you send that just, into the universe. Yeah, there's just certain, there's, it's really like about a lot of subtle things, but they're really looking for openings. So right. I like, I just manipulate the way that I'm looking and it's not like looking angry or anything and it's not looking uh, like like necessarily don't talk to me. There's just a lot of things about body posture and uh, the the way that you're presenting yourself that can just sort of shut those off. And I just have that on. I have it locked down. I, nobody will talk to me. And I okay. love it. This is your path to being a millionaire. Write a book. <laughs> freaking set up some workshops. Go around the country teaching people your method. And you'll never have to like actually work. Ever again. So, uh, how to make people not talk to you? Yeah, it's the opposite of that Dale Carnegie book, you know, how to make friends and whatever, you know? Is, but, is yeah. that the how to win friends and influence people? Is that yes, that that's the Dale Carnegie book. Yes. So, it'll yeah. be the opposite of that. It'll be how to lose friends and <laughs> distance yourself. <laughs> how, to, how to soil relationships and create space. Yeah, exactly. Without being like offensive about it, which is the secret thing. It's just oh yeah, no that subtle. that's the thing is that um, because I've checked in with the people who know me and see me do this, that I don't right. come off as an asshole when I'm doing this. Also, right. because for example, there was uh, there was a bar band that. Um, I'm not even going to say what state I lived in, just in case, you know, uh, anybody ever gets back to that I was playing in for quite a while. And one of the band wives was that person, like Mm -hmm. one of the worst cases I've ever seen, though, where she would just Just go, go. Yeah. Overshare and then go, 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 go. You couldn't say a word. And it would comfortable. It would never, never end. So I actually think I refined this skill through prolonged (laughs) exposure to her because 
then she would often corner Chelsea into those things. And I'd just mm. be like, sorry, uh, just let her go. And uh, But I know that, that the band wife said to Chelsea one time, oh, you know, Nick's just, he's just really shy. Oh, huh. So you come off as crippling social anxiety as opposed to like being an asshole. Yes, which I will take. Yeah, that that is nice. Because then people feel bad for talking to you. They're like, yeah. I don't want to make him uncomfortable. Interesting. That's my superpower, hmm. exposed. So if any of you run into me into the wild and you're like, oh, wow, you know, Nick doesn't really look. I don't want to talk to you. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Nick seems really shy today. Yeah, he's just being a dick. Cool. No, that's good. Next time you start acting all fresh and shy with me, I'll know what's going on. Yeah, you'll see it uh, ne- next time you visit. We'll, we'll we'll go out on the subway and just just watch how people don't interact with me. One thing I have noticed is that sometimes while we're on the subway, you'll put on this face that I don't think I've seen anywhere else. Okay. Just the the best way I think I can describe it is world weary. You know what I mean? World weary? Like, yeah, you just jaded, you're tired. It's almost like your boss is on the brink of firing you at work and you know it, but it hasn't happened yet. And I like nobody talks to you. And is, all the time yeah. is it R W W F resting <laughs> world weary face? <laughs> is that, that part thing. of it? That that might be part cuz I know like I I typically have like a genuinely like blank expression yeah. when I'm when I sort of turn that on. Yeah, it's it's blank, but it's like there's this hint of just like I might go home and kill myself if anybody talks to me. So, you know, there you go. Keep giving off that vibe. That that's that's an incent- essential ingredient. So I guess this ties back a little bit to the career positives and negatives. You would consider this a positive, but it also sounds like a fucking negative because you're a manipulative asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't want strangers to talk to me. No, it's okay. All social interaction is manipulation if you think about it. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take that angle. So I'm right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm just winning that they, they, they just don't know that I'm winning that hard. Is that you, Charlie Sheen? Yeah. Uh, Tiger's blood. Didn't he? Is that the thing he said? Yeah. Oh, that was my phone. What? Yeah. Oh, that was your phone? That was my phone. Okay. I was hoping it wasn't the audio being destroyed. No, no. That was just me being an asshole and not turning off my notifications before I get on a recorded podcast that millions are listening to. So, you know. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So um, that's quite a tangent. It was a tangent. I'm glad we did it, though. I'm glad I got to hear your superpower. I'm into it. Now I got to discover what my shitty, not shitty superpower is. Yeah. And I want to know other superpowers. Can you do this? Yeah. Or do you have weird little ones like that? I want to know. Those things yeah. are always interesting to me. Everybody out there listening, uh, hit us up out of focus show at gmail.com and just at out of focus show on instagram and twitter send us your superpower that maybe others don't see as a superpower nick's is a fucking superpower it is so. revel in my greatness behold the king has spoken behold <laughs> i saw that the other day we were watching some tv or movie and there was uh there was someone who said uh before they unveiled something, they said, behold. And I said to Chelsea, I want to create something so miraculous one time in my life that I can unveil it and say genuinely, behold. Because I don't think I've ever... (laughs) (laughs) I said something magnificent. Oh, suicide by words. God. Hello, darkness, my old friend. You can can be confident in him. It's okay. Maybe, okay, maybe instead of behold, you could tone it down and be like, hey, check it out. You know, that sounds like a step below behold. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mean to bother you, but um, <laughs> if you could, oh, oh okay, okay oh, I'll come back later. Every time you initiate sex, this is what it sounds like. 
Yeah, that's my script. Uh, I don't mean to bother you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dying. I don't know why. Jesus. So, wow. Today, now that we've gotten our tangent out of the way, um, we're going to talk about home and travel, which relates a lot, a little bit to what we talked about. Nick and Chelsea keep drop, dropping me New York hints, and I appreciate it. So. Yeah. Home and travel. Um, first off, let's talk about your house, your abode, where you live. Um, what's it like? Explain it to our listeners. Where Give I live right details. now? Intimate details. Yeah. Okay, my address is, my social is. Um, Mother's maiden name is. Well, I right now, now I live in an apartment. Um it's a one-bedroom apartment. That was an upgrade for us Ooh. since moving to New York. As you saw previously, we used to live in a studio. Yeah, um, you did. God, I don't miss the studio. Because um, now <laughs> we have a place. Uh, we have a we have a door. That's such a luxury. That's 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 a that's the end of the sentence right there. We have a door. Wow. God, it is such a luxury. Um, I don't know how to really describe it. We've got the the weird sort of wood floors. Let me y- let me take a step back. Okay. What do you look for in a home? What's your okay. ideal home? What makes your home yours? You know what I mean? Like 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 what some we people do with it? I, I don't know. Like I have a coworker or used to have a coworker who was super and I thought he was crazy. He's super into tiny homes. Have you heard about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Yes, yeah. Jay Leno. <laughs> he's he's super into it. And I was just like, I could never do that, dude. But he, he had a whole life philosophy and mantra surrounding that, I guess. So what makes you comfy? What do you like about where you live? What would you want where you live? Um, I actually really liked when we lived in Texas, we were renting a small house. There was this uh, two-bedroom house with a little garage and everything. And, like, it just felt perfect. It wasn't a big yeah. house. It was, like, a 1,000 square feet. But we had room for all our shit. Um, <laughs> so, like, stuff wasn't shoved in weird places. There was sort of workspace with that second bedroom. Was like a, it was office slash uh, where Chelsea would make me keep all the instruments that we have um, <laughs> just so they weren't in her face all the time. But, you know, like an ample living room to hang out in and kitchen to cook and space in the bath. I think it's it's about that. Like, I, I don't, uh, especially after living in this studio, I don't feel like I need a big space. Um, but, yeah, I, I like I also like sort of having stations to be able to work in, like not having really like a place to set up some instruments or like a desk workspace feels really prohibitive to me. Oh yeah. At least as far as home. What about you? Um, I'm the same except I can't, I can't say anything. I have like a 3000 square foot plus house right now. So Jesus, I know I have room and room to spare. I have like, Two guest bedrooms that nobody's using that we keep pretty. It's nice for guests. We have a kitchen dining room and a formal dining room. And we have uh, like a great room and then another living room that we never use. So I have a lot of room, Um, which is kind of nice in a way because I have a big family. And it was really handy for Christmas and Thanksgiving because I hosted those. There's like 30 plus people in my family. So just having a ton of space that's never existed before in my Latino family, we're usually squeezed into these like 1,500 square foot homes to have a 3,000. Oh, let us breathe. It was magnificent. <laughs> um, man, what do I look for in a house? I like, I like big luxury ass kitchens. Like, oh, that's oh, your thing. I love a good kitchen workspace you give me a good kitchen and good bathrooms i can work with the rest whatever but that's what i want Hmm. those amenities i guess so how much uh when you came to visit us living in the studio how much did you love our kitchen hallway 
your hallway was workable. I could cook, but man, I it made me realize how much space I take up at home when I cook. Because I'm like, okay, this counter's for cutting. This counter's for mixing shit. This counter over here is my dirty dishes that I'm going to wash. And yeah. then when I was cooking for you guys, I was like, everything is on one surface and I have to figure it out somehow. <laughs> yeah. If you <laughs> want to do another thing on the counter, you have to move what's already on the one little spot of counter. Right. So instead of being able to queue up a whole bunch of stuff, I had to do stuff in sequence, which was whatever. It just made cooking feel longer because, ugh. Hmm. But, you know, it was workable. It was fine. Can't complain. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, like I did. <laughs> uh, do you ever feel like yeah kitchen hell yeah kitchen um do you ever feel like the door is nice because you need separate and let me preface this by saying i love my spouse but you need that separation from your spouse sometimes just like spatially and the door helps helps with that like i'm gonna do my thing and you can do your thing. And we just need time away from each other a little bit. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, though I think we were, at least on from my perspective, we were pretty okay for the most part living in uh, the studio. Um, but the, I think the times where that became the most apparent were um, at the time our schedules were a little opposite with mornings and evenings. She had to be up really early to get ready to go to work. And I, with uh, like when I was in the master's program, were, would be out late or had gigs or stuff like that, like had homework uh, and would do a lot of my things later at night. Um, yeah. So to sort of balance that out, I would be asleep, you know, when she's up early in the morning and then she would be asleep when I'm doing stuff late at night, but we're literally in the same room when that happens. So there's a big conscious effort to try and be quiet for each other, try to not turn on lights. So, you know, doing stuff in the dark, you know, her getting ready in the morning in the dark, me, uh, doing, uh, reading or writing in the dark as much as I could. Um, stuff like that was a pain. Or, you know, if like she called her mom and was just like, I just want to chat with mom for a while. You see, that kind of thing is nice to like, I'm going to go sit in the bedroom or something and do that. I think that's, I think that's what it comes down to me too. It's mostly like a, like a utility thing or like a, I'm going to take a take home test. That's going to take two hours. And if anybody else's face appears in the frame of my laptop camera, I fail. So please stay away. You know what I mean? Oh, right. Yeah. Then you're screwed. Yeah. That would be hard in the studio. Yeah. And yeah, there were times where I had to get onto like an online class. It was just like, well, do you want to put in some headphones for two hours and (laughs) watch some Netflix? Because I have to do this. Yeah. I think uh, space is important. I probably don't need as much as I have, but I love it anyway. And I am a landowner with six chickens. So that's nice, too. Oh, that's right. You got your whole vineyard and farm and all your shit going on. Yeah, it's nice. I I, think I have space. The only addition that I think that I would like to... I'm I'm actually quite content with the place that we have now. Oh, and since uh, the last time you visited... Uh, because we had to get rid of everything to live in the studio. When we moved into this place, we then lacked a lot of things, including <laughs> like where our kitchen is. There's a tiny little spot that could be used as like a small dining space. And so we didn't have a kitchen table or anything like that. Right. Um, right. We now have a kitchen table. <gasps> oh, my God. New York kitchen table luxury. We Check can sit out. at a table to eat instead of at our ottoman. Oh my do god! You guys, do you guys use it? Do we guys, do. We do. It's nice. Um, I think. I think like uh, dinner table conversations are important. And I always prefer to like wait to eat because Sam goes to school, so I don't see her until later, like eight or nine o'clock, and I just eat then and we talk, and it's nice, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Oh, I was going to say with uh, the space here, I think I'm relatively content 
with it. Uh, except the one thing that I do wish that I could have is sort of a, a different station. So I have like this station that I'm at right now, which is for work and stuff like that, you know, computer setup and all of these things. But I yeah. do also wish that there was a little space where I could have some instruments out and sort of ready mm. to go. Because I think that's one thing that prohibits me from playing for fun. I know it's so dumb to even just say this out loud, but of having to like get this out, set this up, do all of that. Like if I could just sort of walk in and just start playing, I feel like I would do it a little more often. Well, yeah, it turns, if it's already out, it turns like a, a 20 minute thing, you know, getting set up and clean up and everything else into like a five minute thing if you wanted it to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I do think that's right. That's probably the only thing I wish I could add. Okay, I got it. You attach uh, your instruments to your ceiling, and then uh-huh. using a system of pulleys, uh-huh. you just lower them down. So I'm with they you. Just immediately. Yeah, so it just works. Hashtag works. All right. By the push of a button, they lower. All right, I'm going to put on a suit and tie, and I'm going to try and pitch this to my wife. Do it. See, and I'll report tell how that, that goes. Tell one right over the bed, just like directly over. Oh, that that probably might make her angry because a bunch of the instruments are literally the opposite of that, which are shoved under the bed. Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> there's not sounds, much place to put other ones. That sounds like something else you might want. Uh, more storage space. Everybody could always use more storage space, right? Yeah, there are. There's instruments under the bed. There's some in her closet. There's some in my closet. There's some in the closet in sort of the only other closet that's by the living room. There's instruments everywhere. Wow. wow. It's like Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Wow. Um, so right now you're content. Is it like you're with those little additions? Would this be your dream home? Or no. Or you could, you could what, what's your dream home look like? Like money is no, no limit, whatever you want. I, I really doesn't think matter. it would be similar to what we had before. I really liked that house. That little house? Yeah, I uh, I like that sort of thing. Um, And, God, it had a place to park the car. <sighs> Garages. Garages. No parking tickets. No street cleaners being assholes. Yeah, that is something. That is something I would change. Um, What about you? You content? Is that for your, your forever home? Actually, yeah, it's cheesy as fuck, but yeah, I I don't need a giant mansion, even though this place is huge. I don't need anything <laughs> bigger. You know, I don't need like some 8,000 square foot, $1.5 million monstrosity. Um, I'm happy with what I got. Maybe I'd update some stuff and, and make it look nicer, but that's it. You know, I don't need anything else. I've got chickens. I've got veggies, whatever. I'm happy. Got your chickens. That's all you got need. my chickens. Yeah, they give me all the eggs I could ever want. There you go. Uh, Transitionary topic. Uh, Drink check-in. What are you having? Oh, yeah. Uh, Bourbon, again. (laughs) Oh. How about you? Hot toddy? What what have you got? No, uh, I'm actually just drinking some coffee and water because I can't do it right now. The voice is broken. You just sneak. A little bit of whiskey into that, then it's an Irish coffee. So, oh no, thank you. By the way, is that racist or not? Like, do they embrace that shit, or is it just like, hey, you add alcohol to something and suddenly it's Irish? Is that my perspective? Is uh, that the Irish just don't give a shit? You know, like every everybody else is like, uh, uh, and the Irish are just like, fuck you, you know, lucky right. charms. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Uh, so speaking of uh, Ireland and other yeah. places, um, travel. King of the Talk segue. To me about travel. Uh, have you ever been to Ireland? Would you want to no. go? <laughs> I would love to go to Ireland. Yeah, that shit looks beautiful. The only thing, uh, I hate rain, and I know they're full of it. So. so that garbage song doesn't doesn't jive with you then. Garbage song. I'm only happy when it rains. Come on. Uh, 90s grunge? No? 
I don't know if I know that one. It's a she's a female lead. Uh, just keep talking. I'm gonna look it up and send it to you. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, travel. No, I I would really I would really like to go there. Um, I think any any one of those countries in that little region right there. Uh, I would love to the go British and check Isles. out. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, well, uh, maybe not the UK because they're ru- ruining everything um, <sighs> at this point. Uh, but I did see. Um, is it? Oh yeah, with all the European countries, I think starting in tw- was it 2020 that Americans will have to apply for visas to travel in Europe. Whoa. Yeah. Wow, that's nutty. It's because I I was trying to figure out why and that's because there are certain European countries that the US requires them to do the same. Ah. I think it was Hungary and Turkey. Uh, were on the list, but all the others you don't need a visa. And they were saying, right. "Hey, we're the European Union. It's all of us or none of us." And the U.S. held up its middle finger of glory, and of so the European Union was just like, "All right, we're going to do that for all of our countries. Then all Americans Stars will take and a visa." Stripes and middle fingers. Fuck. Yeah. And I just became an American, so I I feel <laughs> robbed now. Cheated even. Well, you still got time, but then yeah, after that you need a visa, which jeez, <sighs> that'll be a pain in the ass. Uh, I'm just gonna go to Japan. Whatever. They there don't you require go. a visa. It's fine. Yeah. So speaking of which, where where would you like to go? Uh, Japan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. No. Next topic. Um, yeah. Honestly, um, probably because it fulfills a little bit of like that inner weeb fantasy I've had since I was like 12. I've just been like, oh. They don't have the, the real tentacles sun. there. They don't have them. You don't know that, okay? And they probably do. <laughs> so I'll, I will look it up and find it, and it'll be an experience. What would you do in Japan? So they have a lot of crazy nutty shit because it's Japan. Um, but I'd love to visit those even tinier bars than what they have in New York. Like, they have bars that only fit four people. I forget what they, they're called, uh, but they're absolutely tiny. They're everywhere, and a lot of them, they're themed differently, you know? So you can okay, you can walk into, like, a pirate bar, or you can walk into one that looks like some 18th century Englishman study with leather and globes everywhere and really nice, expensive scotch. Fuck so, yeah. Yeah, that sounds cool. Um they are one of the places with like the most Michelin starred restaurants. That's not just Japanese cuisine; it's everything. So it's it's a it's a food mecca, and I'm into that. I'm there for that. Um, mm. I don't know, dude. Check out some Shinto shrines. Uh, maybe go to one of their like hot spring bath stuff. Just fucking hang out. It'll be cool. They speak English. It's fine. They do. Yeah, you'd they probably re- get everybody around just does. Fun. Yeah, that's, that's my true. arrogance. Everybody speaks English and I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah, that part, yeah. I did also hear that they have, um, I heard someone talking about owl bars. Tell me more. Where, I, if I think I'm right, it's ba- uh, bars with owls in them and they <laughs> hang out. Cat cafes, owl bars, they have everything. Don't mix those two. Oh, yeah, bad. Oh, you know what's weird? I saw... Okay, Anthony Bourdain was like my man crush, may God rest his soul. But okay. his his Tokyo episode was amazing. Um, in Japan, you can go to like cafes and bars where the women there... It's like emotional prostitution. They will act like your girlfriend, like they're interested in what you're saying. And they're like, oh my God, tell me more about your day at work and stuff like that. Okay. And then that that relationship ends as soon as you you leave, right? So for the time that you're in the bar, you like have a girlfriend or a significant other that loves you and then you're done. So you get that fix. But then, isn't that weird? That is. Yeah. That is weird. And I, you know, it's because of their work culture there, um, which is nuts. Oh, well, and then, so they're going to pay somebody for that. Was I not just <laughs> fucking saying, I don't want anyone to talk to me. 
Why would I pay for someone to fucking talk to me? I don't Go to Japan. Nobody. Nobody will talk to you. Yeah. See, nobody. that's why I think I will be just fine because I know that they don't talk in public. No. Oh. That No, not at all. And that's to the point where people have to pay for it in order to get conversation. Just human interaction. Beautiful. Sign <laughs> me up. I'm all in. Um, so yeah, fucking yeah, Japan, Land of the Rising Sun. Oh, I'm into that. I'm excited about it. I'll go someday. Um, it might be cool to hit up Venezuela, but that's not going to happen for another 20, 30 <laughs> years. So yeah, put that one on the back burner. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath just because it's the land of my birth. It would be cool to check out. Uh, but they're going through a lot of shit, and I feel for them. So not now. How about you? Where would you go? Fair enough. Uh, oh, and fun, uh, something uh, related to that is there's a, we mentioned earlier that I use a few different services to learn and practice my Spanish. One of them that I use is this service that does, um, you can have unlimited lessons over oh. Skype uh, per month in Spanish uh, for like a monthly fee. And you can really just like, you can spend six hours a day with them every day wow. and it's Jeez. the same price as doing one or none um so i've been using them but they've been having these blackouts because almost all of their instructors are in venezuela and Ooh. they've been the they've been having total internet blackouts yeah it's, and so they've is. just been like refunding everybody's money for the days that uh, they've been out, and I feel bad for them, but they're transitioning uh, some of their teachers and hiring new ones in Colombia. Yeah. I mean, what's nuts is that Venezuela, to my understanding, so I'm getting whatever pretty picture my mother and my aunt and uncle are painting for me. You know, they're, they, they're telling me how beautiful it is, was, and how it was a cultural and industrial mecca when they were there. And then now it's just things are on fire. People can't eat food. I saw, uh, I read an interesting article about like a black market that sprouted up in Venezuela. Okay. Um, just the things people will do to kind of survive in those situations. This dude who was an engineer has now taken to running around his neighborhood or city or whatever and fixing light bulbs for people. Fixing light bulbs? Yeah. So he'll, he'll pop it open. You know, because they can't get new light bulbs because there's nobody supplying them with new light bulbs, right? That's not a thing anymore. All the stores are, like, shut down. Yeah. So he now provides this service where you pay him some cash. He'll he'll take your light bulb and he'll give you a new light bulb. And then that light bulb that he's taken, he essentially refurbishes. He'll just, like, open it up, replace the filament or whatever he needs to do, and then be on his merry way. Wow. And apparently he's been making a living like that. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know you could do that. Y- yeah. He's an engineer. I don't know how to do it. This is something about capitalism right now, I guess. People will find a way. <laughs> People will find a way. Oh, but it's it's just nuts to uh, me. So. Speaking of Spanish, I heard uh, I have a, a, a pseudo, pseudo co-worker um, who's a native Spanish speaker. And uh, he's working on his English. But uh, every once in a while, I get to hear a wonderful, oddly translated phrase um, <laughs> that he's tried to take like an idiom or a saying, you know, and put it in yeah. English. And I yeah. heard one this week that I just I wrote it down because it made me laugh so hard. Um, yeah. But he uh, <laughs> said something about... Uh, I don't remember, but I made some sort of like snobby joke towards him, and he he said, uh, "You're gonna get a little uh, pow pow," and I said, "What?" and he said, "You know." Oh, pow pow. He said, "Pow pow in the butt." Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, "Pow pow in the butt" is the greatest phrase. Ah, oh, I love the way that sounds. It also. <laughs> so much use for innuendo. Um, I yeah, I grew up with that dude. Bow, yeah, bow. you it clicked yeah. for you right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, 
It's funny because I looked up, because I'm not from Venezuela, so I looked up some Venezuelan slang the other day, and some of the stuff makes me laugh. Like, there's one, it's a vulgar slang term, but it's, like, you'd say, me voy a echar un polvo, right? I have no idea what that means. So, echar un polvo is like a euphemism for having sex, right? I'm going to go bang somebody. Um, But if you literally translate it, uh, it's like, I'm going to go throw some dust or something like that is, is kind of what it translates to. It's very interesting. That, what, what are you, 95? Is that why you're throwing dust? I, yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it makes me laugh. Uh, tell me ridiculous. the best places you've traveled to. Um, well, my, like the, the big sort of like lifelong dream was to go to Spain, which I got to do last fall. Oh, um, do do yeah, <laughs> memory all on. <coughs> um, <coughs> um, does he get you? Can't sing. Um, yes, Spain was fantastic. I loved every part of every place we went when we were there. Um, I'm sure the top has helped. Oh, God, yeah, unless they were octopus, then I didn't what? want them. Fuck you, calamari's amazing. It wasn't fried octopus. Oh, okay. It I'm was, taking a step back then. I yeah. retract my fuck you. Yeah. Uh, there was one that, it was actually our favorite little tapas bar that we would go to repeatedly, um, where they'd give you a different one every time, and one time they put a drink down in front of us, and there was a, it was a, a little cracker with okay. some sort of white sauce on top. And then it was just about an inch long tentacle. I'm still into it. I would eat that shit. I love nope. seafood. I love octopus. Nope. And it is very, very impolite, you know, to reject food <laughs> there. So uh, I dug through the... Uh, catalog of my brain to remember how to say octopus and I asked the bartender is this octopus and he said yes and I very apologetically said I'm very sorry but I'm allergic can I give this to my can I give this to my neighbor another person who was sitting next to me at the bar and he said yeah no problem and so I gave it to him when in doubt puss it out yep so we're actually there for for the li- that limited time, we could hear that there were two other Americans in the bar, which is so weird to be in a place like because we were there for two weeks where you don't hear uh, not much English in general. But when you do hear English, it's with an accent. And then we right. heard we heard Americans and we're like, oh, oh, we found our you. people. <laughs> it was it was like our people. And so we actually offered it to them because then I could just say in English, hey. You guys want this octopus? And hey, yo, bruh. <laughs> yep, you want exactly. a tentacle? They were they were Californians, so we could go, hey, bruh. Um, but uh, yeah, besides that, like all the food was fantastic. Drinks, obviously, and uh, yeah, we just saw beautiful places, and every almost everybody was so incredibly nice to us. Even that weird Scottish guy that started buying us drinks. Oh. Uh, and yeah, like that was that was the dream one. I'm trying to think yeah. of what's next. Oh, well, I've always wanted to go to South America. Right. And that may be happening. Maybe. Maybe. It could be happening. It could be happening. Yeah. Uh, to be uh, just upfront and honest, we we may be going together. Yeah. We might yeah. be going to Chile. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to doing because, uh, yeah, I've always wanted to go to South America and Chile looks, everything I've seen of every, every region of that country is just like the most beautiful looking thing in the fucking world. (laughs) Just like, oh, that's great. What's the South look like? Oh, that's great. What's the middle look like? Oh, that's beautiful. All right. Yeah. It's a long skinny country, man. Yeah. And I've heard that they're, uh, the wine there. It's yeah. something serious. Yeah, they are big on wine country out there. Uh, lots of good wines come from there, too. Yeah, so. I, I, I buy Chilean wine every <clears throat> once in a while. I like me a... Oh, wait. 
Oh, I forgot. Damn it. I know what the picture looks like on the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't Our remember. podcast is sponsored by wine. Actually, it's fueled by wine, I should say. Most of the time, not this episode. Yeah. Next one. Because you're, you're sick. It's okay. I'll be, I'll be back on the bottle. <laughs> um, um, how, how do you travel when you travel? Ooh. Like, what do you like to do if you're sort of vacationing? I don't like tourist stuff. I don't, I really don't like being like, come check out this attraction that a million other people are here for. Um, I like, if I had my druthers, I would go up to a local and be like, hey, what's weird about this place? Show me the weird stuff. I want to know what you think is weird and then check that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Also food, local food. Love it. Anything I can eat. Obviously, always in love with it. Uh, drinks, of course. Um, and just hanging out, kind of taking in the people, the places, the things. I don't like schedules. I don't like go, 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 go type vacations. I like to chill out. Yeah. All right. We're going to get along just fine if we take yeah. this vacation together. Because I'm exactly the same way. I was pretty adamant like when we went. And not that... Chelsea was pushing for this the other way, but I was, I was like, I don't want to set an agenda while we're there. I want to just wander around. We didn't get our Airbnb. We moved to a few different ones until like four days before we left. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. And then we just started popping around (laughs) the different ones and we honestly did a ton of hanging out at the cafes. Because why and, not? And it was cool. They're just like, what are people doing here? What? Are oh, the stores closed for a couple hours for the siesta. All right, cool. cool. Let's go hang out <laughs> at a cafe. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you if you don't do stuff like that, you really miss out on the trip itself. Because then you're just like checking off a checklist and and not enjoying it. And I'm not there for that. No thanks. Yeah. I think my thing is like I don't want to come back from a vacation tired. Ugh. Ugh. Which I feel like is the pressure of doing a lot of those activities. Yeah. And we saw some of the cool big things, but it was quite casual. It was like, yeah. oh, we're kind of around here. Do you want to pop over and go see that thing? Okay. I think that a relaxed vacation and this is assuming that you're you're privileged enough like me to afford it right because i know up until recently i have never gone on a vacation um, yeah me too by the way yeah yeah exactly yeah both of us poor kids from the bronx we didn't oh god <laughs> no but you know we weren't i i never really took a vacation outside of the state of utah and even if i did take a vacation it was like a weekend and it was nothing. Um, so I think quick or agenda filled vacations maybe come from people trying to fill in as much as they can because they're afraid they're never going to go back. But I yeah. think that if you're relaxed, it gives you another chance to go back and be like, oh, yeah, we missed this. Why don't we check it out again? You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, I was thinking about it like I want to go back there. Yeah, why not? I want to go see more shit. Yeah. 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 And even some of the shit I already did, I want to go there again. Yeah. Because I liked it so much. More tapas. More tapas. Chelsea and I like sort of checked in with each other a couple times because we were in the country for two weeks. And we spent multiple evenings at that, at one of the, one of the tapas bars, one of the same ones. We kept going like, should we go to other places? And we were like, yeah. And we would. But then even sometimes we'd be like, I just really like that one. Do you want to go back there after this? And you'd be like, yeah. 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 Like, why not go enjoy ourselves again? And they right. had, like had a huge variety of stuff that we weren't getting the same things. Like, right. we were getting different stuff. So, and we liked the people who worked there and stuff like that. It was nice. Some nights are for adventure and others are like, I want to be comfortable. And we know this place, you know? So, right. Well, and some yeah. of them even went like that. If we took an adventure and went, you know, I don't like it here. Yeah. Let, let's leave. What's the worst place you've traveled to? Uh, Reno, Nevada. Really? The biggest <laughs> little city. That took nothing. That took that came out of me <laughs> with zero thought. I 
I did not know you were going to ask me that. And just... Yeah, that was reflex. You've been hurt by Reno. It was awful. Um, Not that I went on vacation to Reno, really. It was really when I was uh, on tour once. We had a uh, we had a stop. We had a show one night in Reno, but we were really close by the day before, so it wasn't a huge travel day. Like I think we arrived in Reno in the morning, and then right. we didn't play until like eight or nine. So I spent the whole day there, and God, it just felt so sad. Everything there was just so <laughs> sad. We even went to like their famous park that had like a river running through oh. the park. And I'm like, oh, oh that'll desert. be nice. It was just sad. That just is sad. Everything I had a, there was gross and ugh. I don't I drove through Reno one time and I was like, oh look, concrete. But yeah. you know. That's all you that's all you need to know. Yeah. Sorry, Reno. <laughs> what I, about yours? Uh worst trip I've ever taken was to Florida. Um but I actually had a similar experience <laughs> to yours. Um, I had to go to San Francisco, uh, which is great. San Francisco is actually really cool. It's yeah. a cool place, but it was business, not pleasure. Um, oh, business time. Did yeah, you have on I, your socks? <laughs> <laughs> it's business. No, uh, I went because I had to go to the Venezuelan consulate because I had to do citizenship stuff and that was like oh. the closest location. Really? And yeah. Holy shit, you had to go all the way to San Francisco for that. Yeah, hell yeah. That's insane. And I had 2 days to do it and we drove there. So, yeah. We we drove like 12 hours, slept yeah. in a hotel. I've done that drive. Uh, yeah. Uh figured out our shit and then drove back like immediately. So I didn't get to enjoy it. I was I should have just relaxed, but I was really nervous about the consulate, so I was just like an asshole pissed off the whole time. Luckily, my wife didn't go with me because she had work. So I went with my dad and my sister and my cousin. So so they could deal with you? Yeah, exactly. They supported me and dealt with me being an asshole. My sister murdered a pigeon. It was whatever. So What? She fed it a french fry that was... This was like a Down syndrome pigeon. It did not look like a normal pigeon. There was something wrong with it. And I thought, first of all, just pump in the brain. I thought you were going to be like, oh, we accidentally hit a pigeon with our car. That no. end of what story. No. She fed it a long ass McDonald's French fry because she thought she was being nice. And there's signs everywhere that say, don't feed the fucking pigeons. And she just gave it one because it looked funny. So it's it's choking on this long ass French fry. Oh, God. Birds can't throw up. I don't know if you knew that. They don't have. I did know that. Yeah, they can't. So it's like. Gagging with French, mm. half French fry inside of it, half out. Oh, and I'm like, oh my god, it's dying. No. And she's like, no, it's fine. And I look back, and then it had rolled over onto its back. Its wings are like fully splayed out, and it's still doing that like gagging, dying oh. type thing. Oh god, I got to see a pigeon in its death throes from my sister trying to be nice. Oh so. my god, Peta, send your letters. To ericsister at gmail.com. Yeah, she'll love it. If you're listening to this, you killed that pigeon. I <laughs> oh hope my you feel God. Bad. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and then she turned to people. And that's when we became a murder podcast like every other podcast oh, out there. Cold case. Dun dun. Bum, 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 bum. It was the morning of April 12th on a Friday. The pigeon <laughs> didn't know what was going to happen. God damn it. Um, yeah, San Francisco was fun. I've been to Pennsylvania. That was nice. Um, and New York with you guys. That was a lot of fun. So mostly in States. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I had never, um, I had never left the country until that trip. So, and that was my wife walking in the door. Whoa. Which is cool because we've hit about an hour. Will you tell her hi for me? I will. Uh, though she's got headphones on. Eric says hi. The podcast says hi. hi. Yeah, everybody says hi. So, <laughs> do you have anything else for us? No, but I, I want to know, where's the worst place you've ever gone? Is it, can you beat Reno? Can you beat Reno? Send it to us. Uh, at the Out of Focus Show, Instagram, Twitter, outoffocusshow at gmail.com. Send us some stories. I want to read some more stuff. 
Yeah, pop into our Discord if you want to be alone and empty because nobody's there. But maybe if people join, it won't be so alone and empty. <laughs> if you are there and alone and empty, uh, pop something in there and I'll, uh, I'll pop in and say hi. Yeah, hashtag thank you Shamim for joining recently. You're much appreciated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you for coming to your meeting here at the consulate. We wanted to know that you've won a vacation. You're going back to Venezuela.